Tell me about this guitar that you had this morning, the baritone. I was in Amsterdam minding my own business. And uh, there's a great guitar na- maker there named Otto Volwinkel. And Otto is, you know, as I said, a legendary maker. And he, we were having coffee, and I was actually on my way out of town. I was thinking, you know, oh, God, we can just fit this in. And he said, you know, I've made this baritone guitar to play Bach suites on. And I, for cello suites, I said, I have to see this. He said, well, my shop is just five minutes away. So we ran down. I played five minutes. And I said, D- please, I have to have one. So he made me, he made me one. I just sort of kind of just got it two months ago. I'm just so excited about it. So it's a very different instrument. It's bigger, bigger scale length, thicker strings, and I'm over the moon about it. And, and for me, the cello suites now sound correct. They're in the right tessitura. It completely makes sense now. Whereas, you know, it's not that cello suites don't sound great on the guitar, but this is a different, uh, completely aesthetically and emotionally, you know, different. What's the, the tuning? If the tuning is like a guitar, it's just down a fifth. So it's the same fourth, 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 and third, and fourth, but... But, but on A but on, of Yeah, a. yeah. And, and again, it's very, as you said, very resonant. People have their Strads and their Guarneris and their Steiners. Classical guitars don't last as long. The instruments don't live as long, is my understanding. Do you run around the world running into guitar shops and playing people's guitars? Is that one of your pleasures? The good news about being a classical guitarist is that you can own the guitar of your dreams. It's not like a violinist where the, the price is so you know, astronomical that you just can't get next to it. You can. I mean, it's not to say that they're a cheap quote, but, you know, and that's pretty extraordinary. And I would also say that it's the most exciting time to be a guitarist because the guitar, like young guitar players who just get better and better and better, so do the instruments. And they change and they're, they're, they're evolving. So, yes, I mean, the answer is we do. That having been said, I've been playing the same classical guitar, not, not the exact same one, but the same maker, Greg Smallman from Australia for 24 years. So, you know, so I'm quite enamored with this guitar. It's, it's, it becomes part of me. That having been said, 
you're like I said, you're always looking at. You never just uh, you know you say, oh, you know, I, especially when some student says, oh, I've got the, I've the greatest, and you say, why well, you have to hear it. You know, it's like a bug. How long do guitars live? Well, that's up for, you know, they tend to be living longer, as it were. You know, the cholesterol, everything. Let's see. They are living, I mean, you know, 60 years. It's a flat top, so that's the problem. You know, but, but guitar makers, particularly the ones today, will tell you, my guitar is going to, you'll see. But, you know, that having been said, my friends of mine play classical guitars from the, you know, built in the 1800s live, you know. So, so you do have Lacotte's and Panormo's and which are, you know, have had a little work, but they're actually being played in concerts. So, you know, it's a, that's, you know, I wouldn't say it's a myth. There's truth to it. But as I said, they, you know, they last way longer than people think.
two things that you do that are fabulous. You arrange music from other genres, Randy Newman, Prince. How long does it take you to do that arrangement? Do you sit down and extemporize? What do you do? To well, Randy, the Randy case is the first time I've worked with Randy. Um, <laughs> um, no, it con- that, that is really more what I would call a transcription. It really came right off the record, pretty much exactly what he does. That was quite simple. And again, I, I, use the ter- I use the term slightly differently, transcription and arrangement. Even the key, I think Randy's original recording of that song is in D, and so that's what I did it in. And I think his new one, the solo record, uh, the songbook record, it's an F. But anyway, so that's like doing Bach, you know, a violin sonata. It just comes off the page and, and no big deal. The, in the case of a prince, it's very different. It's more of a collage. In other words, I will take... I'll write down bits of the tune. You know, I always write down the kind of – I generally gravitate towards something that sounds really exciting to me and cool on, on the classical guitar. And it's sort of, oh, God, this is too wacky. So in the case of The Prince, it's that – you know, you know, like I said, the Johnny said, who doesn't want to do that? So you start with that and you start with other pieces that sound particularly good on the classical guitar. And then it's – then I write out maybe the bass line or the drum part and then it's like kind of – making a collage and then I have to do some composing because, you know, I'm not singing. And so they end up being many, in many respects, miniatures. It's so joyful in a way and such a great pleasure because you have the material. So it's a little different from, from my composing. You know, you have this material, then it's just, well, can I make this work in some quirky kind of way and still maintain a semblance of the tune? The um, kiss is a little out there in terms of my arrangements, but I think you would still know, even from the opening motive, that, okay, the, the, that's, you know, the James Brown sort of thing. That's, that's Kiss, you know. Ben Verdery heads the classical guitar department at Yale. It's been a privilege to talk to you. Thanks for coming and contributing a cafe concert at WQXR. Thank you for having me. It was a total joy.